Yo. What it do? What up, what up? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. How how are things? Um it's been a uh, hasn't actually been that long. The fans just don't know that. Um or the right. listeners just don't know that. But uh yeah, what it do? How are things? Things are good, things are good. We're just waiting on X Jack. I guess I'll do the introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, right. boys and girls, I'm Digga Jones. That's Red, and we are the Troublemakers. Two Gun wasn't able to make the show, and Mikey is taking a slight vacation. He should be back on Tuesday. Should be. Word, word. So, um, for those who know, and if you heard the show that we did on Tuesday, it was taken down. Yeah. So, um... episode- Episode two ninety four doesn't exist. This will be four. Yeah, for those who didn't listen to the show, um, all you gotta do is just Google Willa Masters, and uh, I think that was part of the reason why I was taking that. No, you know what Two Gun said. The reason um, where he thinks the reason was it was part of my uh, Beyonce analogy. No, it wasn't that? Repeat. We were, well, yeah, I wouldn't I, repeat that. It. That's part of it. But black feminine, I'm black male femininity. Could be. So I don't want to. Re- I don't want to repeat uh, anything that was said. I'll say it again, but I'll just say it slightly different so that way we won't get uh, right. we, won't, we won't get barred. So, so why don't we segue into the Jay Z Beyonce segment that we talked about on Tuesday that some people might not have heard? Yeah, and, and really. This is this is where I made the outlandish comment that I will not repeat um, of what Jay-Z said about Beyonce um, and album of the year that she deserves it. Now, this is this is a funny thing because I was listening to the Swift T podcast, which is a Taylor Swift fan podcast. Okay. And then the, the one there was there was two chicks on there. The one chick had said um, the one chick had said that uh, she. She didn't like Jay Z, and she hates, and she's mad at Jay Z right now for for that moment. Which clearly, clearly, I'm gonna say this, and hopefully they'll get banned for this. But Taylor Swift fans are extra sensitive for no reason. You know what I mean? That's they just right. need to relax. And because what Jay Z said did not, she she's like, well, Jay Z's comment took t- took away from Taylor's victory. First and foremost, that comment was made prior to. Taylor Swift even winning the award and anybody knew that she was going to win the award. And it wasn't directed towards Taylor Swift. They said they called that a, a um, they called it a Kanye moment, which it wasn't. Kanye went on stage when Taylor Swift was winning the award and took the mic out of her hand. Jay-Z Correct. had the platform. You know what I mean? And that, that's, that's, what I, that's, that's what I hate about some of, some of these folks who who think they have an opinion because they're trying to like startle something up right so there's a lot of people out there a lot of taylor swift fans um out there who are dissing jay-z saying that he took away from her moment but that's not the case jay-z was addressing the grammys as a whole and what jay-z was saying is pure facts and anybody who actually watches the grammys knows that album of the year is always the last award presented at the night 
not only that, if uh, if if also like every single you, you got to think about it, the biggest artists in the industry are saying that the Grammys are subjective. It's it's a popularity contest. It's it's what the industry wants to push at that time. If the, if they're saying that, then then it's got to be true. You know what I mean? So like, what was that? Go ahead. I'm interjecting, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You, you were, you were talking like a robot. Oh my bad. Am I better now? I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, you better now. Okay. Yeah, I just had to switch my microphones because this one has a fray in it. Well, the one I had had a fray in it. That's all good. Well, go ahead and see what you're saying. No, I said when I found out that the Grammys were subjective was I was in Job Corps. What? 2000 I want to say 2001 and I remember watching the Grammys you know that's what we did out me and my roommates we just wanted to watch the Grammys you know it was cool to see Eminem perform with Elton John and stuff like that so when it came for album of the year Eminem was the clear winner you know who took the award home that night who Steely Dan and I'm a Steely Dan fan (laughs) and it didn't it didn't make any kind of sense. It didn't. And Gunner said it on the show that got canceled. What Gunner said was that they give these awards away to kind of make up for to make up for um, what should have been awarded a long time ago. Right? So if you look at if you look at a lot of the R&B and hip hop and album of the years and, and those categories, a lot of it is, uh, especially like some of the later ones, I think Ray Charles, um, I can't remember what year it was, but Ray Charles won an album of the year. Especially one, oh, well, I want to say that was 2005? Yeah, and it had no, and it was like an album that had no, that, that was going up against like some heavy It was hitters. going up against some, some heavy hitters and it had like really no reason winning that album of the year. Correct. So, album of the, the year. Don't get canceled. You don't want to see me doing my dance, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what up, X Jack? What up, Jack? So, um, do you know what the big four awards are? Uh, you mean like, like as far as like Grammy? As, as far as the Grammys. Oh, best album, new artist, best song. Close. Best performance? No, it's album of the year, record of the year, year, song of the year, and new artist. Oh, see, I think I thought song of the year and record of the year were the same thing. So, oh no, they're two different things. That's kind of weird. Song of the year goes to the songwriter. Record of the year goes straight to the song. Oh, okay. So Beyonce's got record of the years. (laughs) No facts. She doesn't have any song of the year. Believe it or not. But um, the big four was won by two artists, one in the 70s, well, early 80s, excuse me, and Michael. one in 2020. No, it wasn't Michael. Oh, it, was, it was Stevie Wonder, right? Nope. It was Christopher Cher? Cross oh. and Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah, Billie Eilish is cold. But the album of the year that Chris Cross won, um, Christopher Cross won for, you know, 
was his self-titled album, right? Do you know who he went up against for album of the year that year? Uh, no, but I can Let me it. tell you. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I got it already pulled up. This man went up against Glass Houses by Billy Joel. Okay. The Wall by Pink Floyd. Trilogy, Past, Present, Future by Frank Sinatra. And Guilty by Barbara Streisand. Oh, wow. All right. Another, you know. Oh, you said he got best new, new artist too, right? Yeah, he won best new artist also. That's crazy. We never even heard of this but, Well, Christopher Cross? I'm certain you yeah. heard his songs on like, what's it called? Like Smooth FM Radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of wild that I. But you know what? It'd be like that a lot. Like it'll be like you know somebody get best new artist or they'll get best something, and then you never ever ever hear from them again. And then the person that should have won is like you know the superstar. You know, like it'll be like a Taylor Swift loses to whoever, and you know we always hear from Taylor Swift, and we never ever hear from you know the, the white stripes. So, but when I when I was doing my research, the only album of the year thing that got me super mad was 1988. Taylor? No. No, that was that was Joshua Tree, right? Oh, the I thought you meant her Tree. album in 1988. No. My bad. The Joshua Tree won against Whitney Houston's self-titled album. Well, her first album. Which was Michael great. Jackson's Bad. Which should have won. Prince's Sign well, of they, the Times. I think they got tired of giving Mike records. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but but, but no, but Mike went what we're trying to make though. Mike went over six that year. That's what I'm saying. They were tired of giving him stuff. Yeah, here's my thing with it, and 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 this is this is this is, and, and and uh, actually, you you had just come on, so I don't know if you heard that I was talking about that uh-huh. I was listening to or I saw a little snippet of the sweet tea, or 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 whatever. Um, or I think it's Swift, supposed to be pronounced Swift. I think it's pronounced supposed to be pronounced Swifty, Swift, Swifty. Her podcast, and then this chick was on there talking about I'm mad at Jay Z and blah blah blah. And like they're trying to go in on Jay Z, but like really, if you look at that speech that Jay Z had, it wasn't directed towards Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Everybody's well, everybody sick of Taylor Swift. Pretend, everybody keeps trying to pretend that Jay Z was being disrespectful. Like they they keep saying that he did the same thing Kanye did. And I'm like, for one, it was the Grammys. For two, Kanye went up there, snatched him like was rude. Out of her That's hand. What yeah. Red said. said. You know, what That's saying? exactly what I say. He snatched it out of her hand. Jay Z was up there giving a speech for an award that he was receiving, and he wasn't being rude. The only thing I think that he did that might have been rude or you can deem rude is the fact that he said Beyonce's got all this stuff and y'all never gave him anything. That's kind of pandering, but outside of that, he didn't do anything wrong. No, he didn't. And the thing is, uh, the, the this is this is what kind of pissed me off about that little snippet I saw about the, the Swifties podcast was the, the chick was like, she said something like, well, Beyonce has like 32 Grammys, so who cares about album of the year? Which is Which exactly Jay Z's point. Right. He if said he's he playing Magic. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like if he, she's putting out that much good content, and most of that content is coming from from a single album, how, how come you're not giving her the album of the year? You know what I mean? I feel like like those four big awards, Digga, that you're talking about, uh-huh. 
they, they kind of pre-planned that, that they that those awards are given because they're, they're not driving like that it's good music or anything like that. They're driving like, I want to see more of this in the industry. So now when I give you this, and I think Gunnar said this, when I give you this award, now everybody's going to try to mimic this and this is where the industry is going to shift to because this is what's winning awards. You know what I mean? Right. Does that make sense? So like, let's go back to what I was talking about in the 2001 Grammys where Steely Dan won album of the year. Do you know what other awards they won that year? Best pop vocal album, best engineered album, non-classical, and best pop performance by a duo by a duo or group with vocals. I was going to say, I, I thought they won nothing. <laughs> no, they won. They were nominated for four. <laughs> they were nominated for four, and they won all four. Now, do you yeah. know why they won that year? Why? Why? Because Steely Dan has been one of the best artists in the seventies. Never went home with a Grammy at all. They took a 20-year hiatus as a fuck the industry. Came back, released Two Against Nature, and won every award. And that's because, like, like I said, to Gunner's point, it was, oh, let's finally give them something because we owe them from the fuck-ups that we had before. Correct. You know what I mean? Uh, the Grammys... Eh. This is this is the reason why Jay Z got up there and said what he said because like the, the, now you're to wrong. Be fair, yeah. To be fair, there's there's a lot of awards that do make sense, but then there's a lot of shit that doesn't. And I think the the issue is I think the people the shit that doesn't make sense affects people more. I guess. Yeah. So, I did want to touch up on that subject because, like I said, the show that was taken down on Tuesday, we touched on that. So, but believe it or not, one of the executive producers of this show is actually X Jack because he actually came up with some subject matter for us to talk about. My man is speaking facts. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, X Jack, do you want to start with the first subject or? Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and pull that out. I mean, pull it up. Pause. Whoa. <laughs> hey, yo. Back to the Drake hey. video. That is, yo. Uh, first, first and foremost, first and foremost, we did talk about that Drake video uh, on the last show for like five seconds, and I'm just going to stay in my piece. I, I think Drake, well, first and foremost, uh, I, I, I have not seen the video. Um, Neither have I. My lady uh, was sitting on the couch trying to find it. And I think she did, but I, I didn't really look. Um, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think Drake put out that video himself. Of course, of course. he did. You know why he put it out? I'm be, I'm be completely. I think he put it out because what's better than being able to prove that your meat is not questionable? No homo, I guess. big pause. I guess, but I guess a lot guess. Of talk a lot of trash about him, right? And so it's like now I can put this out there, and it's like a lot of men are insecure about their their penises. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's it's a lot of talk going out, and it's like now your girl hears Drake leak. Now your girl is looking at my meat, and now you're even more mad because not only am I Drake. 
but I'm also packing. So you gotta, you know, it it it, it it's a it's a diabolical move on his part because men are insecure. A lot of men don't want to admit that, but men are insecure. So Drake doing that, it it's like uh, it is it, it is a diabolical move. <laughs> here, here, here's my thought on the move, and, and this is this is what what I think. So, this all stemmed from you know, so, so Drake caught a lot of heat from from his new album when he came out with the the, the diss song against Rihanna and ASAP Rocky and and Pusha T's wife, all on that one song. Now I ain't gonna lie, it's, it's a dope ass song. I love that song. Uh, the, the, the production is a, is bananas on that song, but he he got a lot of heat from that. Right, and then Drake was like, "All this petty shit or whatever, whatever." Um, so he tried to fly under the radar, but then recently, he was at a show in Tampa, and they played the song. Uh, they they played Rihanna's work song, right, in the set, and then he made the, he made the comments like, "Oh, we don't sing that no more." They tried to take another shot, which, once again, was a was another move where it was a petty move, but. But like he set that shit up, you know what I mean? Right. Reason, because I, your DJ knows to play the song at a certain time, so yeah. For real, like you, you have to rehearse. You, you have to set list before you go on stage. So he knew to play that song, right? To just set it up. Well, immediately after that, there was some more backlash about, oh, look at Drake, he's just stupid, but whatever, whatever. What happens a day later? The meat video comes out, or whatever you want to call it. Paul uh, comes out. Because now he's catching more sight because he really looks like he's hung up on Rihanna because he's do- because he's doing this little petty shit. So now my personal opinion is, well, I'm going to come out with this video that shows my my junk to let him know that I don't need to be worried about her because whatever I have, what I have, or whatever the fuck. He right said on his uh on that effing problem song, this long ain't for the long talking I beat. You know, like he's just. You know, but you know what else no, I thought but, was weird about that? You know, oh, go ahead. I, was, yeah, I, I was going to say something that made I was going to say something that made me laugh. Go ahead, Red. No, the other thing I thought that was weird about that is like this, this comes out, and there's a lot of men and Drake fans out there who they they have two reactions to this. The one, the Drake fans' reactions are, "Oh my God, he's the goat!" Because he, you know, what I mean, like, which, which to me, is very, very sus, if you right. will. Uh, very. Which, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know I mean, he's the goat. You see his dick? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I ain't gonna lie. It's funny because you know nowadays these dudes they'll say stuff like that and they don't think it's gay. Like they yeah, just I don't know. know. It's weird, right? It's weird. weird. It's, it's, it's weird really weird. They'll be like, "Nah, that's not gay, bro." Like, I mean, no homo, nigga. I'm comfortable with my sexuality. <laughs> he got a big dick, and you hating on it? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, nah, dog. But but then the other thing that's weird about it is um, when that shit when that shit came out, uh, Doctor Miami. That's what I was about to say. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Doctor Miami came out with a with a tweet that said something like, "Yes." you can get male enhancement surgery like right after that video came out which was like no because i was so i was what i was gonna say is i find it very ominous that dr miami would even say anything about that yeah but so, which, which brings it back to push your teeth we, we all know what push your teeth nope. uh, oh, so you're gonna have to explain you, that to me you don't remember the surgical summer 
Pusha T was talking about? All that shit that Kanye had? Uh, uh, it's just like it's just like Meg said. Oh. Niggas got uh, you talking about uh, no, well, plastic no, Pusha, got the scars? Yeah, yeah. Pusha T came out with the uh, like uh, because I guess Drake had told Kanye and Kanye had told Pusha T about the surgery to get the abs, right? Like, I mean, and then Doctor Miami came out with that tweet. Like, if he like alluding to that, he oh he got a two for one deal on the surgery. I don't know. You know what I mean, well, like, Doctor Miami said that he got his penis in it. No, Doctor Miami came out with a tweet that said something about penis enlargement after. Yeah, he says yes. Males can get um. He says yeah, they can get extra three a- inches on there because it's inside of you, and they can do it to where they pull out the whole thing, and then you'll have the extra three inches of meat that just lays dormant in your tummy. Or underneath your tummy. <laughs> yeah. oh. No, but and the thing about it was I, I thought Dr. Miami was so bold to even put that out there. It's just like, nigga, I know your secret. Yeah, yeah I, like that, that's what it seemed like. I, this is, weird. It's just the whole this whole topic, hey, just this this whole section is just pause. That's what it says. <laughs> you do that little section cut pause. out. Pause. This is the pause section right here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, it's, it's it's a weird situation. Uh, shout out to everybody involved. Pause. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> nah, it is. It's, it's it's definitely something, man. It's. <laughs> oh Lord man! But like I said, it was a diabolical move. Uh, whether he got surgery or not, you know, like I said, men are insecure. Drake just put that out there, so now it's like, ah, this is one less thing you guys could ever try to insinuate, you know? Nah, but this, yeah. it makes you look lame. It, that's it does. I, I get where you're coming from with that, but I have to also speak for the younger side, and it's like, you know, this is what this is what niggas do, man. It's, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. It is. The, it, it is the dick. I put it out there on the social media. I put it on social media so everybody can see. I mean, think about it. In 2012, right? Wait, was it 2012? Yeah. 2012, I want to say Trey Songs was the one that started the whole show oh, your yeah. meat on the internet. It was just with the gray sweatpants, of course. Trey Songs had a sweatpants. He was on accident, but the girls were like, wow, the, the sweatpants, you can see Trey Songs is packing. And then after that, it became the whole don't let your man outside with sweatpants on thing. You know what I'm no, saying? I, I think... I- I think the worst thing I've ever seen online is because, you know, I like the game, right? Right. This nigga had, this nigga had a picture of him and Bob. Yeah. Yeah, with his yeah. print. I'm like, nigga, how much attention yeah. do you need? And like, I was fucking... about to say, it, it elevated. So it went from the sweatpants to just showing your print in some type of way. And then it went from just showing your, your regular, you know, your man print when you you know, walking around to putting your meat on your thigh and showing that print. It's yeah. elevated. Didn't Bad Bunny just do the same thing? Yes. I have no idea. In, in a bathtub. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know Bad Bunny, he's a boy, so I mean, that's... that's you see, you know Bad Bunny what? He like boys. My um. question is this. Because I didn't see the video. Right? Like... I ain't gonna lie, Red. I wish you would have saw the video because it's a funny conversation to have. Like, because if you if you see the video, you're like, "Wow, why are you like? Why are you doing it at that angle? Like, why?" So, so, 
Okay, did, so how did how did they so was it Drake because like his like was yeah, he doing so like he, he selfie covered, style? He's, <laughs> he's exactly holding his arm out. So he has his he has his phone out basically to like take a selfie, but the phone is pointed towards the window that's in front of him. So you just see the reflection of him laying down with the phone in his hand in front of his face. But you know that it's him because you can see enough of the braid slash side face profile. But the thing is, and again, super duper pause, but he's laying butt naked in a in a robe, spread eagle with his meat in his hand. Like it's kind of wild. Like it's a wild. <laughs> it's a it's a wild pose, man. It's wild. It's like it's like if a girl was standing at your door. And you was like, I look sexy, don't I? But you're joking. <laughs> you got your legs. <laughs> that was so drinkish. <laughs> this is like the best way I can explain it. And it's funny because I know anybody that's seen the video knows like this nigga spot on right now. <laughs> no, because I keep on seeing videos of like what's it called? Oh, the memes. The, yeah, the memes. Excuse me, I'm sorry. The memes of like the baby elephant just swinging his um trunk. So I was like, wow. "Yo, is this countering his fucking dick? Like, what the fuck's going on?" Bro. I mean, it's like he he basically wanted to. Basically, like it's a, it's it's funny. I ain't gonna lie. I know me and my people we was talking about it in the group chat. And niggas was like, "Would you be mad if your girl watched it?" And I'm like, honestly, if your girl's on social media, bro, like. You might pretend that she didn't see it, but she watched it, bro. She, I personally, I don't care. I think it's funny. Like, I, I'm not mad at it. I think it's hilarious. If, you know, Ariel watched it, and she was like, when I came in the house, she was like, look, I want to show you something. I was like, I already know. Like, stop. Stop. <laughs> wait, she, wait, she was going to show you? Yeah. She's like, look, I want to show you something. <laughs> like, yeah. Nigga. No. Violation. I don't care if it's a fiance or not. Violation. <laughs> no, super violation. Because if I had looked, I would have been mad. It's like, it's a dick. Taking <laughs> <laughs> hands. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> but no, I mean, I think that what he did was smart. Obviously, he pulled the whole, it's a leak, like everybody else. Like, we don't know how phones work. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is, man. Like, now, it, it, best case scenario, he got 1,500 more girls to like him. Worst case scenario, right. some dude was meet, meeting off to him, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is this oh, is what man. my question is. My question is like, because I'm I'm always going to go back to the whole Rihanna situation. I wonder since that song, and he pretty much admitted, like, I mean, everybody knew that, that he had smashed Rihanna, whatever the hell. Is she going to reply? Like, like is she is she in a like, like, is she going to reply and say something? Or like, I don't think or, so. Or, how does ATAT Rocky feel about it? You know what I mean? Like, think about it. Think about it. What's the better? What's the better chess move? To reply or to just be quiet because I've married her, bro. You over like, here? I married her and she got my kid on the way. We already got two. We got three nigga. kids. On. I'm nigga. less guarded you ever were. Like, I'm less. I'm I'm less you know, like, come on, man. I'm gonna go back to the whole game thing. You know what pisses game off the most? Not getting a response. Not getting a response. Like it pisses him off. Like even with Benzino last week, 
He did three Eminem disses, and M didn't say shit. And Benzino's getting more angry the more he's not getting a response. And I think Eminem, I think Eminem learned from Game. Well, when Game sent him them disses, and he never said anything, and everybody was like, "Dang, you two lame to even get a response." I think Eminem's like, "Yeah, like for what?" Because M did put out a tweet or something. He was like, I "Had to stop recording a diss." to say something like he just recently put that out he's like i had to stop recording this to say congratulations or something to somebody that's crazy yeah and but i don't yeah. think he's writing this but it's just like that was his response basically no nah, like, if you over here if you over uh-huh. here helicoptering your shit to get a response and the girl don't even respond nigga what was all that for <laughs> oh no nah, that's wild <laughs> so, uh, oh yo oh that's terrible I hope he didn't put that out like I know you missed this girl <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even say shit <laughs> Red Eagle <laughs> wait he was Red Eagle <laughs> bro he was that makes uh, nah, she gonna, she, she gonna be like she's she gonna be like album out in the summer yeah he was laying down pretty comfortable that's all I'm saying bro he was comfy in his little like word, that's what you're doing. You know what she said. Fuck you know what she said. You needed me. Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh man, like that's got to be the worst shit ever. Like, like somebody said, "Yo, you missed this dick, and you don't even get a response." <laughs> that is bananas. Bumpers. So, so, what's the next subject? Um. Oh, my bad. Let me pull my phone back up. I'm like, what? Are, what are we talking about? Oh no, uh, we went too far on the Drake thing. I'm sorry, guys. So here we <laughs> again. You know, pause. But you know, whatever. All right. So the first subject was men being a prize. What do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about men saying that I am a prize? Me personally, I'm, nigga, I'm a prize. I'm on my bed swinging my dick around. I'm a. <laughs> Pause. Now I'm joking. Well, I'm I'm joking. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all speak on that before I even say anything. Go ahead. Uh, I'll go ahead. Well, I just I just think that it's it's I think it's corny. I think it's a young man's mindset, and I think that it's it's just further proving how we're emasculating men. You know, I'm sorry about my dog barking, y'all. Um, no, I, I don't even know if y'all can hear it, but just no, in we case. can. Uh, <laughs> That sounds like a big ass bar. <laughs> He's a German Shepherd, okay. but uh, what's it called? But no, I just think it, it further proves the emasculation of men. Um, you know, what I'm saying like we're getting to this place, and it's really just black men. I'm sorry, like we're black, and a lot of people always be like, "Oh well." Uh, why you like? I I got a homeboy who's who gets mad at me because he's like, why are you always talking down on black people only? Because I'm black. I don't really care what white people are doing. Like I'm sorry, I don't I don't care what they're doing because that's not my culture. I don't care. I care about the people that represent me when I'm not around. You know what I'm saying? So for me personally, the emasculation of the black man is what bothers me because we are the only group of people that take pride in not having fathers in the home and having independent women that raise our homosexual sons. We're the only race that does that. So when men sit up here and say, I'm the prize, it further shows how far we have come from men being men. Because you're supposed to chase the woman. She's not supposed to chase you. Right. So I'm going to give you something that somebody on the podcast told me a long time ago. My brother told me a long time ago, almost 10 years ago, if you have to say that you are something, 
you're apparently not it. And it's normally the loudest person in the room is normally the weakest person. I will never run off saying I'm a prize, so on and so on and so on. I always tell people I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. I, those, those, those are some uh, strong words right there. I, I, I agree. Um, I, I think when, when, when somebody says things like I'm the prize or or this I did, I, I think it comes from an area of insecurity, right? So Absolutely. Oh, definitely. It's some, definitely insecurity for sure. At some point, at some like like it's two forms of insecurity. At some point, you you would just insecure with who you are right there that that you have to say it until you believe it, or at some point, like you had to build yourself up to say that because somebody probably broke you down, and then you uh and then you rebuilt yourself up to be like you know what I'm not I'm I'm going to be the pro you know what I mean like so I I don't think it should be advertised as such to your point. Like, if you are, to, to Digger's point, like, if you are a prize and you have all this stuff to offer, I think those things don't need to be said. Like, they, they're better shown than said, and it's something that you can bring to the table uh, as opposed to trying to, like, like run around and promote yourself that, like, I don't need you. I'm a prize. You know what I mean? Because in a, in a sense, it goes from being prideful to degrading to some women. Especially if you turn that that mindset into, oh, I'm the prize. I don't need you. I don't need you. And then now you now you're at that that threshold of where now you're just downgrading the women that you're trying to attract. Yeah, um, you know I mean, I mean it. I mean, even on that, you know, I feel like the man being the prize has always been a thing. It's just that you don't take glory in that because you're the provider. So technically, a woman. You know what I'm saying? You are the prize because a woman is looking to get your last name. She's looking to fulfill you in having your children and starting your family. So, yes, of course, technically, you've always been the prize. But you yeah. always, as a man, you big up the woman because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to butter her up. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, in, in my case, I've always made the woman the prize because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Exactly. Like, I've always... Anybody that I've ever dated, it's been, you know, I want to build this person up. Don't worry about me. This is the main focus over here. <laughs> I've yeah. never been one to sit there and put grandeur on myself. I yeah. never looked at my, I never looked at myself as like a prize because I, like, I, I just never, like, viewed myself like that, like, as a, a catch-all prize. I just look at myself like, damn, I'm a good nigga because I take care of my shit. You know what I mean? Like, and, but that's all. But that's all internal thinking, though. It's, it's not like it was, that I'm saying out loud to everybody just to, you know what I mean? And it was it's all swag. in the way we were raised, also. Like, I'll go back. I'll do you one better. Remember at Dad's retirement way back when? Sure. <laughs> who who did he give all the credit to? Probably your mom. Yes. <laughs> Red doesn't remember this shit at all. <laughs> He said, yeah, I'm not, sure. I, yeah, I mean, listen, I got I got the pictures from that shit on my uh, from both from both of those times. I got pictures on my computer. Brad <laughs> said I was there. I just don't remember shit. I mean, even 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 last night. Well, I don't know if it's last night at this point, but even when Jay Z was up there on stage, you know, what I'm saying I feel mm -hmm. like him doing that for his wife is still is showing like I'm here for you. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still letting you know, like, I, I'm here and I'm protecting you and I'm going to speak out for you even when you don't. You, he, she probably didn't even want him to say it. You know, he said, yeah. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she got more Grammys than anybody and she never won. She probably was like, man, don't do that. You know? Like, <laughs> you know what's funny, though? You know what's funny, though? Sit your ass down. That's the third time she heard that at the Grammys. That is true. Because remember, Adele broke down crying and saying Lemonade deserved album of the year. Oh, right? wow. You know they were going to give it to Lemonade. They didn't want to give it to Lemonade for sure, but it, it, I ain't going to lie. I love that album. But Adele literally got on stage and she said something to the nature of I appreciate this award, but I feel like I can't accept it because Lemonade was so much better than, you know, Oh, yeah. you know what? She did do that because Beyonce wasn't there. No, Beyonce was there. Was she? Okay, never mind. Then. Yeah, because remember, they pinned the camera on Beyonce. And Beyonce, anytime somebody says something about Beyonce while Beyonce's there, she always has that look on her face like, yeah. But they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. You know what? Just go ahead and accept that shit. You can't change that shit now. Beyonce, like, you know. Like, it's easy to hate on Beyonce, but like her music really is fire. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the stuff with people Dick Ride, it's like mm, it's tight. But if you go through Beyonce's albums, like she really do be putting out some fire. I know, said I told I said this on the show the other night. Beyonce, in my opinion, and this is gonna come off as very, very what's the word I'm looking for? Controversial. In my opinion, only has one album that's warranted of album of the year. Yo, you know what? When is it, Beyonce? The yeah, self-titled okay. album. You already knew. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of said that shit too. Uh, hey, I mean, on. come on, lemonade. Man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that. Hey, when you hear this, you can't help but just like, yep. Yeah, no, because. No, because- let me let me let me go ahead and say why I feel the way I feel. For one, it was a surprise album. It was. Nobody knew about it until that midnight. And then when I remember being on what's it called? Apple Music and just seeing the black background with the fuchsia letters saying Beyonce. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. Seeing it's a whole album. I'm like, there's no way that she released a whole album without nobody knowing anything. And I mean, like, no words really did that with no. And then, like, listening to the opening track, "Pretty Hurts," right? You're just like, okay, this is pretty good. And the whole album was incredible. I remember no skips on that album. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. And I remember after listening to that album, you feel you felt emotionally heavy. Because you're just like, damn, this was a good album. This is like that shit. And I've never felt that way about any Beyonce album except for that one. And I'm not going to repeat what I said last night of the reason why she's not going to get the uh, the award uh, nowadays. I'll I'll tell you. I'll put it in the text. I ain't, we ain't trying to get the show canceled again. Not today. <laughs> so, um, but but yeah, like like it, it, it's all about that issue with the Grammys, and the Grammys feeling like they have to award what they want 
to push next, if that makes sense. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So Sam Smith, Sam Smith has a better chance than she does. All right, pretty much. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty, <clears throat> oh, my bad. <laughs> that's pretty much alluding to it. Yeah. Now I was about to say, uh, segue into. Uh, I had another topic that was saying that real men aren't like because we establish order. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um, nowadays, especially once again in our community, the people that establish the order are not the men, it's the women. And I've also seen this thing. I don't know if y'all have seen it. And I don't see it often, but I have seen it a few times where there'll be a black person, mainly a woman, who says, oh, the man leading the household and a man doing this, that's all white stereotypes or white uh white ways of life and it doesn't work like that over here in the black world that's why we have women leading instead of men because we're not supposed to be like that and i was just like yo this is getting out of control like now we're putting that the standard household you know saying is it's only a white thing like it, it was never meant for black people like the woman was always supposed to lead by herself which is insane to me no i i think that i think that stems from this is this is very weird to me, right? Because I think they want it both ways, if if that makes sense. They want uh, they, because you, you you see it both ways on, on online. Uh, this motherfucker can't take care of his family. He can't take care of this. Blah blah blah. He ain't a real man. But then you also see, well, I I can take care of myself. I don't need him. You know what I mean? You see both ways. So that now when you get yourself in that domesticated situation. Where you have a real man who is taking care of their like, you, you still have that other mindset to where it's just like, I'm still that independent woman, even though I, uh, I'm still an independent woman. I can run this. I don't need no man to run this. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, it's right. kind of. Oh, go ahead, Dickie. No, it reminds what Red just said reminds me of a meme that I seen that says something to the nature of. I'm an independent woman that wants to be held at night. I'm like, what? It kind of just gives me that whole, uh, if you want me to be feminine, you need to put me in my feminine. Excuse me? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? You know, like, it's just it's just getting ridiculous, man. It's it, And it's only our culture. That's what really pisses me off. You don't see white people doing this. You don't see Hispanic people doing this. You don't see the Arabs doing this or Indians, or whatever you want to call them, Asians, you can, whatever. You don't see anybody doing this except for black Americans. We got to put the American on there because Africans ain't doing it either. It's just black people in America that sit up here and pit women and men against each other and act like there's no way we can come together. Excuse me, sir, for clearing my throat. Oh, you're good. No, Uh, we we all know I'm a stickler about certain sounds on the show. No, I well nobody wants. Everybody wants to be the dominant, right? But right. so, like, and nobody wants to to buckle or give in to let somebody else be like the dominant, and that's why there's always going to be those those moments of um, unclarity and those moments of of back and forth when when somebody is trying to be more dominant than others, and sometimes that dominant thing even dominance it's just like as a man i feel like my responsibility is to is to run the household i feel like my responsibility is to be the one that's like 
in control of all of this. And then when that person feels like they're not in control, and then it becomes a problem. And then they start blaming, well, you're the reason why I'm not in control. And and it's like, well, that's that's what I thought I was bred to do. I thought I was bred to to like take care of things, and you know what I mean. And like, it, and it just leads to this: is everybody wants to be the uh, the king of the hill, and they'll push down whoever else's. Well, this is how I'll say it: everybody wants to be the king of the hill, and they'll push down who's on top. But then when they're on the bottom, they're like, "Can you help me up on top of the hill?" And when they get you on top of the hill, they'll push you down. If that makes sense. Not yeah. for sure. Makes plenty of sense. And it, it, it's really irritating. It really is. Because it is. why can't we come together like we pretend that we want to? You know, like everybody pretends right. that we together. And it's like, mm, it sounds good, but I don't really mean it. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to do I skipped a topic, Dick. I don't know if you are looking at it. No, that's all. That's all. Okay, I didn't know if you were going to do that one or not, but... Oh, what what topic was it? Universal uh, pulling music off um, streaming sites. I think it's smart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I, think it, I think it creates uh, a space of creativity, honestly. A lot of people use music to kind of cover up their, their lack of ingenuity, and I think that pulling the music off your TikTok is going to make you have to, you know, Give me something more than just a dance or talking. It, it does. Like, you and, and have you have y'all ever looked at the the Universal Music umbrella? Like all the different. There's, they own like thirty percent of all music. Yeah, it's, I thought it's it was. Ridiculous. I think I think it said um, Universal owns forty two percent of all music. Yeah, it's it's pretty high. It's, wow. it's, it's fucking ridiculous. So like that's a lot of stuff that you're taking <clears throat> off of those social media sites. Which to me, I like it for two reasons. Um, reason number one to your your point, Jack, is it forces people to be creative, right? Um, and also, Universal's like, where the fuck is my money? Because if you're going to go out there and pay some thirteen year old a million dollars for views, then uh, because they're dancing, they invented some dance to to some song that Universal owns, then Universal should be like, well, you're going to have to you're going to have to up the check. We was, we was, because right now, the reason why they pulled it is because they're in contract negotiations of like the percentage of, of money. And Universal's probably asking them, it's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, yesterday's prices is not today's prices. Yeah, you're going to have to show me the money. If you're paying so and so a million dollars for views and uh, based off of my music and this is a nobody, yeah, I want more. I, I need more. Right. You know what I mean? So, and then the other thing, reason why I like it is now. One of the things I talked about on the show, uh, I think the last couple of weeks is now we're not seeing like uh, people doing interior design videos to like Wu-Tang and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't stand that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's like it's like a TikTok of somebody like watching, watching a dog. And then, and then they're playing like Wipe Me Down by Bootsy or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, uh, you're absolutely right. They're, they're really they're, they're destroying hip hop by doing shit like that. And I th- I see the whole universal pulling music as the gift and the curse. And I'll tell you why. Because like let's just say I have a funny meme, right? And the meme says something like, you know, I don't know, women without your weaves or XYZ. I'm gonna put Willie D's bald head hose as a background music. <laughs> yeah, it's in it's insane. 
You know what I'm right. saying? Because I, I like it because it, it boosts creativity. Right. So it's also the curse because of what you guys are saying. Like, who wants to hear triumph by the Wu-Tang Clan in the background of a guy cleaning, you know, his Croc sandals? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> that shit was always like, crazy to me. It doesn't fit. So, but one thing that I always say is, it's just, you know, like, without some of this music, my memes would fall flat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just think about, like, old Vine back in the day. Oh, when you Vine. Know, yeah, with Vine, you had to be creative, you know? I got to make me a Vine. So it's like, you're really, I just miss people having to use their brains a little bit harder. You know, like even when you think about TikToks and stuff, most of the time TikTok is giving you what you need to do. You don't have to think about like, okay, I need to do this so people will like it. It's just, oh, this is the hottest song out right now. Go crazy. Yes. Or like um CapCut makes everything easy for you. All right? you gotta do is put your picture in. You know what I mean? Fact. There's no creativity in just putting your picture in a thing. Pause. Wait, is it a pause moment? Uh, it's up for review. The flags are. No, 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 no. I don't think it's supposed to put your picture in the thing. Now put your thing in the picture. Okay, that's right. Okay, so pause. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 good. you good. <clears throat> moving on. Oh, I do want to. <laughs> I do want to bring in one segue. All right. The first of right. three Kobe statues is fire. I haven't seen it yet. The first of three Kobe statues is fire. They did they did three statues. So, they, so they're doing three Kobe statues? Yeah, they're doing three Kobe statues. One that's gonna be outside the arena, one that's gonna be inside, and I don't know where the third one is going to be placed. But they um Vanessa released the first out of three today and dude like Bean is that guy. Let me let me try to see if I can see this. I'm surprised X Jack hasn't said anything about it being as big of a Kobe fan as he is. No, uh, it's not. It's not that. It's just that Ariel came in here and I didn't want nobody to hear anything, so I turned my mic off. But uh, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, what's it called? You said Kobe has three statues that are going to be in. At the um, what's it called, Crypto Arena now? Hey, that is fire and oh, so well deserving. And I'm still pissed off that LeBron James thinks that he deserves a statue with the Lakers in any way, shape, or form. But uh, back to the now, uh, LeBron. Le- LeBron needs to have his statue in in, in Cleveland. That's I it. Agree. Oh, actually, you know what? he can have one in Miami too. I won't. I won't knock that. I won't knock the Miami because Miami LeBron is still my favorite LeBron. Yes, it, it was the best that LeBron. Was, Dog, <laughs> he was a dog. After 2011, I, he was I, I will say you could put LeBron's jersey in the Raptors in at, at Crypto. Um, no, no, no. I, I'm I think sorry, so. Man. Why? I, I I think you I think you can. I think you could put LeBron LeBron's jersey in the Laker in 2019. He bought a championship to him. That's great. That's 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 super cool. He's been a Laker for three years. Four. He's about a well, I think LeBron is deserving of a statue. I'm not a statue, but of a jersey retirement and I Listen, think they got, they got Michael, they got Michael Jordan's 
Michael Jordan's jersey is retired in Miami and in other stadiums. I think if you do it, you can do it based off of that. Okay, I'll do it based off of the fact that he brought a ring and he broke the record there for most points. But, I mean, I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. Like, as much as I started to like LeBron towards that whole, like, ending in Cleveland, when he came to the Lakers, I was pissed because I already knew what was going to happen. They were going to try to wash Kobe out with this LeBron rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? Then Kobe passed away, unfortunately. And because Kobe passed away, just like Michael Jackson, it elevated his name back to a golden place. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody forgets in 2009, (laughs) Michael Jackson was like, ew, that's gross. He's a child molester. Everybody hates him. He can't sell records no more. He's not even that good, honestly. Michael Jackson's overrated. He's no prince. Then he died, and then all of a sudden everybody was like, I did like Beat It. That was a good song. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yo, can I, can, I, can I tell you a funny story? Go ahead. So when Michael Jackson died, I happened to be visiting my brother's job. My brother worked at Best Buy at the time, right? Best store in the world. My brother worked at Best Buy at the time. And Used I remember to be. When, Used to be. When, they, when they announced you know, his death, me and my homeboy Cliff, we went up to go see my brother and there was this lady literally crying in the CD aisle, clutching Michael Jackson's bag. If I had a camera phone at the time, I would have took a picture. Like, I've I've never seen anybody get that attached to a person where they're literally bawling in the middle of a Best Buy. I cried uh, when Kobe died. 100% cried. Yeah, because he died on your birthday. He did die on my birthday. It made it that He died on your birthday. Now you got to remember every year. Damn. I can't really celebrate. It it turned into something cool, though, because, like, it was sad. But, like, now every year on my birthday, like, I'm guaranteed to see nothing but Kobe Bryant highlights, Kobe Bryant games. Like, it's kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the silver lining in it. It's like on my birthday, I'm guaranteed to see my nigga all over TV and social media. So, you know, as much as it sucks, it's like at least I get that out of it, you know. But I say all that to say, LeBron James, please retire soon. Stop doing this whole I'm waiting on Bronny thing. You're going to give your son a bad reputation. You're going to make everybody think that he's a Nepo kid, even though he's a Nepo kid and everybody pretends that they hate nepotism. But nepotism is awesome. Everybody would love to have you know, their family just get the nepotism treatment. I don't know why we, you know, this new whole thing about Nepo kids are trash. It's literally passing down your legacy. I don't, I don't know what they have. You know, you know, what's funny about being a Nepo kid. My dad worked for the city of North Charleston, right? Right. I work for Charleston County. Anybody that has ever came in contact with me that worked with my father, I was like, Hey, y'all take care of him. Or, you know, TC Alley. Make sure nothing happens to Lori. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, damn, like, really? See, that's dope. You know, people try to people try to wreck that, and it's I don't understand why. It's fire. Yeah, and just like hearing, you know, I used to work with your dad. Your dad's a great man. This is what he did. He did all these great things. Even coming from the mayor of North Charleston, he's like, I'm glad you got a city government job. You're keeping up with the legacy, and like, I find it. Weird but dope. Does that make sense? No, it does. That that's super cool. I, I don't see what the issue would be with that. You know? I don't have I don't have an issue, but it makes me feel sometimes 
Oh no, I'm just saying with people in general who don't like the whole nepotism. Oh, I'm about to say it just makes me feel like I got to stay on my p's and q's because you don't want to sit there and tarnish this man's name. But I think that's a good thing, and also because it does give you the added motivation of you know what, like I gotta honor my parents. You know what I mean? Like it's no, that makes sense. You know, like it kind of keeps you on the straight and narrow on the cool. You know, like. Yeah, I can't fuck up at work because all these people still got dad's number. So it's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with. It. I think that's pretty dope. But you know, so, I, yeah. I, I see what y'all are saying. You know, LeBron deserves the, the Raptors, but I, I don't want to see that nigga get no statue. At, at, no, uh, <clears throat> the statue in Cleveland has to come first, pause, uh, before any other statue that he is to receive. Big so I think he's only going to get a statue in Cleveland. I, mean, I think he's only going to get a statue in Cleveland. Well, how many statues does Michael uh, Jordan have? One. Just one. Okay. And, yeah. and, yeah, no, he'll have two. He'll have two. The NBA is doing everything they can. You know, like, if this was David Stern, this wouldn't happen. But the NBA is doing everything they can to make sure LeBron James passes up Michael Jordan. It's never going to happen. It's not possible. I don't care what any fan does. Well, pass him in what? So, the goat thing, like they want him to be the goat. They really listen, think has a chance. So, it's not possible. So, so, so here's here's my theory on the goat, right? Because obviously, I'm a I'm a I'm a Michael J- uh, I'm a uh, I am a LeBron James fan, and I like LeBron. Excuse me, I'm older. sorry about that, guys. I am so sorry. My bad. I like that LeBron. Just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I like LeBron over Mike. That's just, that's just me personally. I don't think. I I, I think they're goat. They're goaded in two different things. When you think about it overall, Michael Jordan is just overall the goat, right? Okay. When you when you think about what happened on the court from a statistical standpoint, then LeBron's the goat because LeBron has better stats from a longer period of time, except for the championships. Well, right? I I hear that right, but my thing, my problem with that debate is. If I worked at your job for 30 years and you only put in 15 years of work, I should be better than you at everything that you did at work. I should have the better stats. I've been here longer. But LeBron passed a lot of Michael's stats while he was in that same time frame of what Michael played. No, that's the thing. He didn't. LeBron didn't start making major stat moves until year 18. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I, too, I, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Year 16 and 17. I'm gonna have to go back and check that because, he like, pass the, up. because he had he had he a lot of stats where he's like the young. Well, no, I mean that's points though. Like, everybody, like, like, like that's 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 points. Points take time to get from a from a standpoint of what, like, I mean, that, points take time to get. I just um, he didn't pass Jordan in the major things: the championships, the MVPs, the final MVPs. But but then so okay okay all okay teams all right so so if that's what makes Jordan the goat then Jordan's not the goat because now we're gonna now you have to introduce Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Russell to the conversation but they're, no, they're not Kareem, in the conversation Kareem Kareem one hundred percent is in the conversation people just yeah, don't but, recognize it because the NBA shit on him because he is a, a Muslim but Kareem is one hundred percent in in conversation and honestly Kareem can still be the greatest basketball player ever because he's the only basketball player to win high school college and NBA that's he's right. the only so, 
that's so that is fact. But, that but, we're, but we're not talking about Kareem being the GOAT because nobody ever puts him in that category based off of that. Because if it did, Michael Jordan's name would not even exist if those, those things were facts. But we always talk about just those two. So if right. we're going to widen the, the range of what the qualification is, then let's bring everybody to the picture. Even motherfucking Robert Ory, who has seven rings. But see, that, nah. We need to... <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. Nope. You have to be the main reason your team wins in order to get that ring call. <laughs> but, but he got those Kirk, rings, though. Steve Kerr got, what, five rings? Hey. Who, he Robert Ory? Oh, Steve Kerr. He's got five rings. He, he has five. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think but... Steve, no, wait. Steve Kerr has more than five rings because as a oh, coach. Oh, the state. He, yeah. he has as many as a coach, but, but here's but this is the this is the point that I'm trying to make. Like, what statistics matter to being to this goat conversation? Because if they do, then you have to consider that, right? You have to consider the rings. I think one of the things that makes LeBron a great player, like I said, this is still with me thinking that Michael Jordan is on top of LeBron Pauls um, in the in the category of being being the most the greatest basketball player of all time, right? Because I think Michael Jordan's influences run further than LeBron. Oh, for sure. Like, and that's worldwide. You know what I mean? But I think LeBron did better with less. Me personally. I, I see. And that's another thing I can't agree with. Because LeBron James names, I give you this. He's done better with less great names. But we can't sit up here and pretend like LeBron James isn't the the first GM of all. Like he 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 can literally take his team Hey, trade him, release him, release him, release him. Go get me this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and then we'll call it. <clears throat> He's done that numerous amounts of times, and nobody. And, gives it's work, it, and it, it works to his favor. It works, but okay. the thing is, everybody's always talking about super teams, and everybody's always talking about, oh well, you know, it's not built. It's this and this. LeBron has never built the team. He's always made sure. I mean, I'm sorry, LeBron has never had an organically built team. He's always just built it himself. And then he wins off of that. Wait, wait, wait. So, 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 so that first, so that first Cavaliers team that he took to the finals, that got swept by the Spurs. He built that team. Hey, with that team, I never knocked LeBron because he was young. He didn't have the veterans. Like he didn't have, he didn't have the maturity to beat that that Spurs team. That Spurs team was going to dog walk. The the, the last the last team to organically win a finals with a team the that Warriors. was not built was the Warriors. Uh, when they won the first time in Cleveland, and then LeBron beat them the second time. But then what, what did the Warriors do? They wanted to win again, so they had to go and build the team. Who was the next team that, that had to – who was the, the, like the, the next championship teams that went and had to build the team? Like all the other championships. Uh, the Celtics had to build a team. Kobe uh, and the Lakers, team. that was an organic team. Because that team no, – they, a- they, they went and got Paul Gasol. They got Paul Gasol, but I mean – that's that's fine. That's one player. Adding one player to your team is fine. Going and adding three, four, five different dudes and then being like, yeah, this is the squad now. That's when you start getting into the whole super team thing. Because people uh, get it through. They say it's just a super team if you have crazy names on there. Yeah, but so, if- so, so I'll give I'll give you I'll give you Paul Gasol, Paul Gasol and the Lakers. I'll give you that. And the only reason why I give you that is because they, they finessed. They they really finessed the the uh, the Griffies in that in that trade. 
<laughs> so, so, so I'll give you that. But but like every other team, they had to go out and get people. Except except Never for Dallas. Uh, Dallas beat Miami without having that was organic. They had Jason Terry and all them like that was them old. So, so 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 Dallas was organic, and then uh, I will also say Denver. This this past year, Denver was organic too. Yeah, yeah. But every every other every other team that's just the way of of basketball. Now, and, and you look at it, and, and you can say LeBron started a super team, but I don't really think he did. Um, no, no, Paul Pearson. Well, I mean, technically, no. The start of the super team happened in the nineties, but I mean, you know, what I'm saying super teams never won until LeBron did it. Well, no, until Kevin Garnett and them did it. That's that's correct. Uh, super teams never won. Remember, Jordan recruited Rodman and yeah, Ron Harper. Yeah, well, Ron Harper was already there. Ron he wasn't there the year before. He wasn't there. B.J. Thompson or whatever his name was. B.J. Armstrong, something like that. B.J. Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Jordan recruited both Rodman and um, what's his face, Ron Harper to help beat the um Orlando Magic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that. And then they never even had to play them for real, for real. Oh, no, they did. They did. Because they had to be, rem- They had to come remember, back. Oh, yeah. Remember the year that um Jordan came back, he was like, yo, we need Dennis Rodman and, you know, as a presence. And the, um, and the next year, they recruited Ron um, Harper. Yeah, that's to do lockdown, um, to do lockdown, Dion mean, Penny Hardaway. I think my thing is with, with Jordan. I just, you know, I just, I feel like he did everything that we talk about in 13 years. Like you can, you, you don't have to count the wizard years because he didn't do anything as a wizard. No, no, I'll really, give you that. As a wizard, he won, he played 82 games. And I think that's super dope as a 40 year old to play 82 games. But at the end of the day, everything that we talk about, this man did it in 13 years. And I think that that right there is the biggest stat that he has. I did it in 13 seasons. The things that and, you have been doing in 15, 16, 17, 20, I did it in 13, and I walked away. And, you know and this saying? is and this is that's one of the reasons why I put Jordan up there. You cannot deny the the impact that he had in, in that amount of time. But when I also think about LeBron, LeBron right now is what 39, getting ready to go on 40. Oh yeah, I mean, Billy <laughs> Wise is probably the greatest athlete in, ever, ever. And he's still considered top ten pl- like player. Not 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 one. He's been number one in the uh, playing the NBA for years, but he's still considered like top ten at this age and dropping like damn the triple doubles, yeah. <laughs> like stats. And I won't, and I, I won't and, knock the defense of being – I won't knock the rules being changed for defense because that's not his power. That's not in his control. So I will never use that. Oh, and LeBron, yeah, I'll no, see that. Not, but but I, I still I still agree that my – like overall, when it comes to the conversation, when it comes to conversation, Michael Jordan is, 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 is always going to be the – be the goat. Most people interchange Jordan, LeBron, one, two. They'll add, they'll add Kobe in there because Kobe has a right to be in that conversation well, as I mean, well. Kobe, Kobe to, to me, to me, Kobe Bryant is the greatest basketball player of all time. That's just it, um, when I have these conversations with people because I have common sense. I'm gonna say Jordan, but for me, Kobe Bryant is. The but player. there's a lot of people that think like that, and and for Digger, I I know he's gonna say this because I I can hear him saying um, but he's gonna say Tim Duncan. 
And I'm not. No, I was actually oh. going to complain real fast. What? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> prize picks, right? Right. I decided, you know what? I'm going to bet on my man, Big Ben. I can never say his last name. Ben. First round, first pick of this NBA draft, right? Oh, Victor Wimbyamba. Oh, Wimbyamba. Okay. Wimbyamba. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I said, you know what, prize picks? This man's seven foot four, right? <laughs> of course, this man is going to get over 10 and a half rebounds this game, right? He got nine. He you know how many rebounds this nigga got? <laughs> Fucking one. Oh, yo. <laughs> Who's he playing against? Oh, God. They were playing against um, Orlando. Wait, what? And he only got one? Oh, yeah. And he crazy. only got one. Fucking rebound. Hey, that's crazy. Hey, look, on prize picks, what you need to do is always do the combos. And anybody listening, look, do the combos. Points, rebounds, assists. Always go for those. That's the best way for you to get the bang for your buck. You never have to rely on too much. 25 points, rebounds, assists. More than likely, they're going to average 25 out of those three categories. Yo, shout out to prize picks. Uh, we're trying to get a sponsorship. Yo. <laughs> Yo, here's the thing. Throwing that out there. I had all right, so let me let me tell you everything, all right? I had I'm sorry to change the subject completely. I had six um picks to play. Five hundred and twenty dollars if I won, right? Right. So Draymond Green, it says six rebounds. I said he's gonna get more than six. Draymond, my man, came through in a clutch, got eight. Right? Eight. There you go. John Collins, you know, forward center for Utah. It said five and a half rebounds. I said he's going to get more. So this nigga got 12. Right? Hey. LeBron James, you know, the game just started not too long ago. I have him primed for more than seven rebounds. Right now he has two. Right? Okay. Be careful with that one because that motherfucker only had three the other night. So, you know, joke it, Joker. 12 and a half rebounds. I said he's going to have more. Right now he's at four, and you know the game just started not too long ago. Yeah, I'm about to say he's probably gonna get that off. Devin Booker, I primed him to get you know three rebounds, but he didn't play tonight, so that doesn't count. You know, anytime on prospects, that doesn't count. I love that. Victor, nigga, ten and a half at seven four, and you got one. He said, he said, you aim too high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, he look you. What you was aiming at was him with his arms up. <laughs> I'm only a rookie, man. I'm only a rookie. You got to understand when I played in leagues, I got ten rebounds, not even putting my all in. He was also the biggest motherfucker out there too. I'm about to say, nigga, <laughs> you playing like, you're, you're playing against normal niggas like me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Niggas is 5'11", 6 feet, 6'1". Six you know what I'm saying? Like, we we looking at you like, hey, big dog, you are <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it. You, you've been a tall, you've been a tall young man for uh, for all your life uh, compared to everybody else. Let's, that is true. Uh, I'm sorry. Keep that in mind. Wait, Red, are you, are you not tall? Are you like 6'3 or something? Who, me? No, I'm like 6 foot even. Really? Maybe. Something no, like Brad, that, you're maybe. about 6'2". I, I don't know. I don't measure myself. 
Well, I just figured, I just figured because Digger was six six, I thought like y'all was like twin towers or something. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, I, I have no idea how tall I'm. Like six feet and six one, somewhere around there. I don't know. <sighs> he's about taller six, with an yeah, afro. He's, yeah, he's about six one, six two. What about taller with an afro? <laughs> oh, he's about who? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I said, what about your brother? Dig a laugh. So I'm like, oh, I guess he's five. So never mind. <laughs> you said, what about, so. Who, who first? Who, Adam? Wait, because, you know, we got a lot of brothers. <laughs> oh, I thought y'all only had one other brother. I, just, I thought y'all were just three of, a trio. My bad. Nah, no. Oh, no, 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 no. We got like four, uh, four, other four brother, other brother brothers from like, a, like my pop's previous marriage. Then we have like a a brother. He's our, he's our brother. We took him like, like. He's been living off and on, like with us. He's spent a lot of time with us, so we just kind of call him our brother. Uh, since he was like, what kindergarten? Yeah, oh. since um, since kindergarten. So who's since who's kindergarten? The top? We we all been uh, together over thirty years. Okay, so Dick, years. You're, you're, you're the you're the tallest brother. Period. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Who's who's the second closest to you? Adam. But Adam, like, he's a yeah. he's taller he's, than me. He, Adam's about six three. Oh, okay. he's, he, I know he's taller than me. Yeah, I'm Adam's about Adam's about six three. Uh, so what what I'm what I'm getting to here is I think that what happened was is you probably played sports and what happened. I mean, everybody probably played sports, but you being as tall as you are, there was a gene that you probably inherited from somebody, and it was activated when you playing sports because we, well, of- I mean, it, our, we, we have some tall uh, folks on my mom's side of the family. Yeah. Cause family. remember uncle Walter was six, four. When, uh, when he passed. Uh, our mom's side of the family had some tall folks. We got some tall cousins uh, on my dad's side of the family. Wasn't who, who was, Oh, I can't fucking remember. Never mind. No, because it's like it's like on my family, right? My mom is five four, right? Everybody in my family is six four, six five, six six, six three, but my mom is five four, so I'm I'm six foot, and I'm my son. My 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 son's about uh my son's about six. He has to be about six James about six three also. Right. He he uh he damn sure taller than me. And then my brother, he's six two, but my son. He's the biggest baby in our clinic. So that's why I was like, a gene is activated because I think my son got the tall gene that I missed out on. You know what I'm saying? Ah. So, yeah, you know, I, I, science is fun. That's all. Red got the hair <laughs> restoration gene that I missed out on. <laughs> Sorry, nerd time. I just I just like science. I think it's really cool. Out yeah, like I said, Red got the hair restoration gene that I missed out on. Hooray, Hooray science. <laughs> Word. But uh, what was I about to say? Oh, I was I was gonna say, uh, did you want to do that last? Well, the second to let's last. Do, yeah, let's let's do the last one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, you want to do Tyrese or elevating your circle? Fuck Tyrese. Okay, cool. Uh... <laughs> 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 motherfucker, walk, yeah, motherfucker walked into a he walked to a Home Depot and was like, yeah, nigga, I want to be Mexican. Nah. <laughs> Hey, the only thing I want to say is a couple, words, a couple of words that he would have changed, and everything would have been all right. So, like that just goes to show you need a PR. 
You need PR people. Like, a couple of words, and you would have been fine, brother. But anyway, uh, the last topic was elevating your circle. When to cut people off for elevate. Okay. And I... Who wants to start that one? I mean, we're talking about elevating our circle. Uh, here's here's the thing: if these people are like actually in your circle, and and you rock with them, then there should be a mindset from these folks that they they should know when to elevate themselves. You know, if that if that makes sense, because like at some point, if if you aren't sorry i was burping um at, at some point if you aren't having that conversation lead up to the to the point to where you're saying hey my my dude man you you gotta do something with yourself man you gotta you gotta get your shit together then like are they really are are, are they really like down with you anyway or are you really down with them so i think really what it comes down to is like you when we talk about elevating your circle and elevating the people around you First and foremost, you, you you always have to make sure that you shouldn't put yourself in a position where you're hanging around with losers anyway. <laughs> Sorry to say it like that. I mean, it's um, a- yeah, no, no that, that's that, that. Like, you have to do that first before you like just make sure that the people that are around you, like, are really there around you, and most of them you, you've been around for a long time, and then you should along the way be elevating each other. Just, just into these little spurs along the way. Because if you're not, then you ain't really real friends or anything anyway. So, I think that you shouldn't have to elevate your circle because it should just be a natural thing that you're doing with your people anyway. And if you're not, then are they really your people? Okay. So. Oh, go ahead, nigga. Oh no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I always think about this clip right here. Is it playing? Yeah. Can't hear it. Mm-hmm. I can't hear it. Y'all over there quiet, like, yeah, yeah I was like, yo, I can't hear it. We're waiting on the clip to start. <laughs> Yeah, we're waiting on the clip to start. My bad, my bad. Hold on. That's crazy. Damn, Victor. This nigga had me miss out on 500 fucking dollars. It'd be your own people. Okay, let me see. Maybe I can hear it now. Yeah. Yeah, I still can't hear it. I'm out here vaguely. Oh, I don't hear it at all. Okay, then yeah, it's not working. F it. All right. Uh, well, what I was talking about was uh, Snoop Dogg said, like, when you, when you, uh, you're gonna lose some homies as you get up. He said this is the gap, and he said when you move up, you know, even if they're not on your level, they still need to keep the gap very small because eventually, when you get to a certain point, it's like okay, like now, I gotta pull myself back down to get you to come up to here, and if I gotta do all that, then. You ain't supposed to be here anymore because we right. should all be moving up. You know what I'm saying? And like he said, I believe, you know, everybody isn't supposed to be at the same level. 
you know, just because I make six figures don't mean you got to make six figures. But at the same time, like you should be striving to get closer. You know what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't settle at 40K. You know what I mean? If your friend makes 100,000 and you're at 40,000, you should be striving to at least hit 60. You know what I mean? Like at least hit 70. I'm going to tell you a conversation that we had last year at Red Tails. So it was me, Red, and, um, of course, our children and um, our brother-in-law, Evan. Red said, you know, every time I come back to South Carolina, there are some people that I realize I can only hang out with, but I can't hang out with because, you know, I come too far to just go back, you know, and click up with these people. Some of these people I'll just see, you know, in passing, and that's cool, but I know I can't hang out with these people because of, you know, where I'm at now. And that hit me so hard because even being here in South Carolina, there's a lot of people that I cut off because they serve no purpose. It's cool to, you know, see them in passing at the store, so on and so on, have a simple conversation, and that's it. Even when people just like, hey, look, you think you can get me a job at such and such? Nah, because I know that's going to reflect on me. Yeah. Yep. And, and like, and oh, go ahead, Red. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was basically done. No, and that's why I said it's like <clears throat> you just automatically know the, the people that you're, that, that you're around, the people that you surround yourself with. And really what it, what it comes down to is that, that's why you have to, like, in passing and, and, and just kind of continuously to kind of motivate one another and, and, and help rise them up. And you, you'll notice that because eventually it's, it's going to be a couple of things. You're either gonna help them. You're, you're either at the same kind of level, and you're, you're helping each other kind of get better, or somebody's gonna fall off of that level, and they're just gonna fall off anyway. You know right. what I mean? It it, it 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 should feel organic, if that makes sense, to well, to have that kind of relationship with somebody to help them build up, or like just to let them go because they're not at the same level that you're at. And see, and my thing is, I feel like this, and it sounds rude as hell to say it out loud, but I feel like you know when you are better than people. And people yeah. don't like to say that because it's like, oh, wow, that's mean. We're all equal. But it's like, no, we're not all equal. There are people that are meant to be <clears throat> there are meant to people that will be cashiers, and there's people that are meant to be store managers. That's Correct. just the line. Some people, are, are they're never going to get off the line. They're going to always scoot, 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 scoot. And there's going to be some people that lock the store up. You know what so, I'm saying? And I actually had a situation where one of my friends passed. And even at the funeral, his mom asked, well, why didn't you hang out with, you know, such and such anymore? So on and so on. And I had to tell her the truth. I said, look, I tried helping him in my program. He didn't want the help. You cannot help people who don't want to help themselves. So I had to fall back. And she understood. That's what sometimes it has to be like that. Sometimes, sometimes the best support you can give somebody is thoughts and prayers and support from a distance, because you are just too far down the road to turn around to to, uh, to extract points. You are too far down the road to turn around and like give them the, the "Are you good?" You know what I mean? So it'd be like that sometimes. Typically, typically for me, the the folks that I know uh, that I try to surround my myself with are the folks that I know is going to be in the car with me. If you if you ain't in the, if you ain't in the same car with me, 
then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm flying down the road. Uh, I'll see you when you get there. Facts. <laughs> and, oh, go ahead, nigga. No, I'm about to say, and you know, the Reds point, I'm only riding with the people that walked with me to get to where I'm at. Big facts. Either that or the people that had their own car and then we are at the same station. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Part of the same. <laughs> <laughs> Like you hurt together, one, but you was here when we was going sixty, and you've been rocking ever since. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. <laughs> it's just, I just, I just, you know, I, I tell my fiance this because it's like, you know, like we all have childhood friends, and you know, I mean, you guys are with me, so you guys have probably already had to go through the hard breakups with your boys. You know what I'm saying? And I know people don't like to say that, but it's like, you know, friendships you got to break up too. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't just break up a relationship. Like friendships in too, and it's like. You can mourn a friendship just like you can mourn a relationship. You know what I mean? So I just feel like at this point that we're at, you know, we're 32. You know what I'm saying? And it's like now we're getting to that place where it's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? You've had the fun zone and now we're getting to the building era to where like now the moves that I make are are impacting my legacy this is the stuff that I'm going to leave down for my lineage at this point. You know what I mean? Like I'm right, I'm right. In that position. So it's like, I can't do a, yo, where the hoes at? Let's go to the club party, party, party. I don't give a damn about a 401k. I don't care about savings. You only live one life. You know, I can't people like that. Yeah. We can't kick it no more, man, because we're, we're, we're on way different wavelengths. You know what I mean? And that's fine. You know, everybody's got a different line that they got to go. You know what I mean? And I don't have a problem with you, but the way that I'm moving, I can't deal with you anymore because I got to go to a different place. And, you know, saying where God is taking me, he's not taking you. You know what I mean? So I just think that that's a hard, hard reality for people because you want to keep your day ones and you want to be quote unquote loyal. But it's like sometimes, yeah, I, I think the best thing is, you know, everybody's in your life for a season, for a reason. And you know what I'm saying? And you don't know how long that season's going to be. Right. So, but yeah, like telling this person's mom at his funeral that, you know, like this is why I cut him off. And she said, I understood, took like a big weight off my shoulders because you got to understand when this person died, they literally died alone. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, the crazy thing is, you know, old people, they understand all that stuff already because they didn't already live life. So they've seen the mistakes grow. You know, they've seen the fruition of a mistake. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm, I hear you. You tried to save my son, but I also know you cannot help people that don't. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to look at you and be mad because I feel like if she would have looked at you in that attitude, she's not a mature person. You know what I'm saying? Like, her life, she's not living her nine. You know what I mean? Like, right. she's 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 stuck somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, and speaking of which, I saw her the other day at the grocery store. So everything's all good. <laughs> Shout out. Word. So, um, anything else before we close out this shoe? Uh, Meg went number one for uh, this and Nikki, and Nikki never came out with that second diss. So uh, yeah, because so. the first diss was garbage. But she said if she didn't apologize, she was coming out with number two. Well, Nikki, you lied. Benzino came said, out with number two, though. Them boys said that Nicki Minaj. Benzino need to produce a Nick before he do anything else. You said what? 
Benzino needs to produce a neck before he can do anything else. It's terrible. <laughs> Them boys said that Nicki Minaj just sound like a Sesame Street track. Oh, it was terrible. I don't your dead mama. You on your dead mama. Lying on your dead mama. You on your dead mama. <laughs> but you know, you know what's the sad part about Nicki though? Meg's not even calling her out or saying anything. It doesn't she matter. Said, yeah, that Megan the side. I ain't gonna lie. I'm making a side oh. check with her. You said what? I ain't gonna lie. That Megan the side check went in. They did. It was fire. No, but what were you saying next, Jack? Oh, I just said she just said Megan's law. That's all she said. Megan's law. And Nicki Minaj is like, my husband is not a rapist. Uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> if, if that nigga can't go within 50 yards of a school district. Listen, if your husband has extra jury on his on the on the ankle of his foot, <laughs> then that means uh, somebody thinks that he did something wrong. Yeah, big facts. It is what it remember, is. I like really when, oh, you know. Remember when he was trying to call out Offset and Offset's like, come see me, nigga. Oh, you can't because there's a school right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you know why it's funny? Because this, this goes back to the conversation that uh, they got cut off uh, when we were talking about uh, female rappers. I actually gave Nikki her props. I actually think Nikki is a, a great female rapper for what she's done to the female rap game. But, I mean, this, this, this is some things, this is some times where you just have to, like, you know, sit down. I, I was about to say, she should have wore her crown and not said a word. She should have took an Eminem approach. Uh, dang, you diss me. Crazy. I'm going to keep on going over here. Because Eminem yeah, knows yeah. anything that he does from now on is only a legacy impact. You know, like, from now on, anything that Jay-Z puts out, you can't, like, he has no more submissions for, this is why I'm the GOAT. It's just, all right, this is another Jay-Z record. Is it going to yeah. add to the legacy or is it trash? You know what I mean? Like, she's at that point. It's To me, that's how LeBron is right now. No matter yeah. what LeBron James does for the rest of his career, nigga, your, your legacy is solidified. At this point, you can only tarnish it. By I doing stupid that. shit. By doing stupid shit, I'm putting out Sesame Street diss tracks. Big fact. And again, this got cut out on Tuesday. In my opinion, Mia X is the greatest female rapper of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm Digga Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all, man. Uh, no, nah, go ahead, Digga. I'm sorry. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Y'all got me over here with a smug face looking like I'm Tracy Chapman. <laughs> oh, man. Now, that's... Shout out to me, I mean, yeah, shout out to No Limit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, do you know on the No Limit reunion tour, I'll say this, you know, right before, you know, we close out the show. On the No Limit reunion tour, she got the biggest applause behind Silk the Shocker. Well, Silk the Shocker got the applause because motherfucker knew who he was. She got the applause because she's actually a female artist that's been doing like that. that, that. She, she had a big impact in in the game as a female artist. Yeah, she could actually rap for real. You know, yeah. her and Mystical are the best rappers in there. I'm not. I don't, it's not up for dispute. Sorry. <laughs> I don't listen to Michael Tyler no more. I mean, hey, look, I ain't gonna lie. Three times the charm, boy. I'll tell you. Listen. <laughs> After the first conviction, I'm just like, ah, she's just using this fame. The second one, I'm just like, eh, this is getting kind of foggy, but 
he's gonna get off. Pause. Uh, the third one. The third one. Oh hell no! Lock that nigga up. He did that. Shit. Lock <laughs> that nigga up. When the third one comes when you're not even popular anymore. You ain't even got hair no more. Like <laughs> <laughs> you doing reunion tours, dog? Like come on, man. You now and you getting a third charge? Yeah, lock him up. Throw yeah, lock this nigga up. That's that Cosby effect right there. He is a menace. <laughs> <laughs> But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Digga Jones. That's X-Jack. That's Red. And we are the Troublemakers. Everybody that's on the show has been on over 100 shows. Respect. (laughs) So, closing statements. Who goes first? Who goes? You know what? I'll go first tonight. How about that? Just shake shit up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for listening tonight. If you got this far, we appreciate you. If you know anybody going through a hard time or just, I'm trying to change it up because remember what two guys said the other day? It sounds yeah, like I'm like really saying this. Why you reading from a cue card? Yeah. If you know anybody going through a hard time, it only takes three seconds to ask if they're good. Those three seconds can go a long way. And I'm going to pass the mic. All right. Well, uh, once again, you know, I always appreciate you letting me come here. And, uh, I appreciate you letting me uh, pull some topics out too, man. I was, uh, like I, I said, hope, executive I producer you. today. Executive producer today. I hope y'all enjoyed the topics, you know. Uh, we went on a random, you know, NBA. Little, <laughs> it was fun. We I, I like talking about sports, so that's always fun for me. So, <laughs> we yeah, we random went NBA a few, uh, tangent. But, uh, you know, I appreciate it. Uh, I hope everybody's safe out here, man. Uh, just make sure you guys are writing down goals and, and killing them every day. You know what I'm saying? Live your life one day at a time. Set your goals, you know, five years at a time. You know what I mean? But, Fuck uh, Wimby. You said what? Fuck Wimby. Oh, yeah. Hey, make sure you guys are picking your prize picks and doing the best bang for your buck so you don't get screwed like Digga did. Uh, but yeah, man, Super Bowl's coming. It's still go birds, but uh, I think Patty Mahomes is gonna bring it home. This nigga is seven four and got one fucking rebound. Yeah, man, be like that. Um, oh, it's me. I'll close it out. Yep, yep, yep. Um, y'all take care of yourself because the world is uh, there's still a lot of crazy shit going out there in the world. So definitely look out for one another and. Look out for yourselves. Good show, great topics, uh, some great conversation. Um, shout out to uh, LeBron James and his legacy. Michael Jordan as well. Y'all are both to go to me. Um, and the Bean. Uh, yeah, and the Bean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout, shout out to Kobe Bean buying a new statue. Uh, uh, what was it? It was two... It was Kobe Day, right? Or something like that? Yeah, 2-8-24. Yeah. 2-8-24, Kobe Day. Um, uh, with that said, um, yeah, that, that, that's it. God don't make no mistake. Well, shout out to Mikey, Ray, uh, the Rated R Experience. Shout out to my boy, the Rated R Experience, man. Ryan! <laughs> As a matter of fact, he'll be back for Talk Tuesday this upcoming week. <laughs> It. He'll be back for Talk Tuesdays. Nobody even said a shout out to Two Gun. Like, oh, shout out to Gunner. 
Shout out to Two Gun. Hey, Two Gun, stop blowing your nose on the camera, man. On, on the mic. All right. <laughs> Yeah, shout out, shout out to Gunner. So you heard the show before it was taken down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Other than that, um, trying to get paid. <laughs> other than that, one more thing: don't go on camera swinging your dick. <laughs> hey man, Drake said this long dick nigga ain't for the long talking. This, this nigga, this nigga said he was Petey Pablo. Take it out swinging like a helicopter. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> oh God! But other than that, ladies, and gentlemen, God bless and good night. Good, good night. night.